Travis McKenna. You good, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever watch Ali G? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I got a challenge for you today. All right. <laughs> I got a nice challenge for you. Okay, this is going to be good. It's going to be like good? All, yeah. All um, right, what is okay. it? Okay. You know how I like to, I, I like that at the podcast. Yeah. You know, I sit down with a coffee, and, you know, I'm, I'm editing through, and uh, every goddamn time, your vocals... I spike them? Yes. No, you don't spike them. Uh, you, you come in and out. You talk with your hands like a damn Italian soup kitchen out there. <laughs> and and you're, you, when you move your head or like you talk like this. And the thing is, I'm not even going to try to demonstrate it because I'm just going to fix it in post-production anyway. It's just going to bug you to fix it. Yeah. But, you know, I'll, I'll exaggerate it. But you're like, oh, yeah. Well, that's going great. And I'm like, okay. dude, just keep it Square. right here. Like you're holding a robot peepee. Mm. All right. I like robot peepees. I know you do. That's what I'm saying. Just right here. And when you want to talk with your hands. Yeah. What do I do? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just think. When you want to do it, just think to yourself. Yeah. Don't do uh, it. Every every five minutes, I'm going to remind you that you're holding a robot ding dong. Okay. And all that's going to mean is hold it, hold it right in front of your mouth where it should be. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, normally they're like in my mouth, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> also, we're spiking like crazy over here. Okay. Kev, do you mind... You know, turn down the level a little bit. I'll give it a nice like, yo. Yeah, that's good. That's good there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're good. You got them both? That's you. That's you spiking right there. That's... I want... I want to make note of the fact that I saw you spike earlier as well. <laughs> and it doesn't matter who's spiking. Because you set it up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on, you're on a show. <laughs> you're on too, too many jams. Too many jams. That's what I would l wanted to say. A show about all things 20-year-olds. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those issues that seem to leave our age group lost and confused. Trav, how was your weekend? Dude, let's start, let's start on Thursday because I don't know if you can tell, if you're watching at home, I'm in a tank top and... Uh, the reason is, is we live in an absolute Asana. Yeah. You know, and I'm not talking about the productivity app Asana. <laughs> I'm talking about the hot room. Yeah. Chris, Kristen made a funny joke the other day. She's like, she's like, you know, good thing. Uh, we're not actually missing out on that good life sauna anymore. You know, we just, we go to home and then we come back to our house. And yeah. We, <laughs> we, sw we switched gyms, uh, like a, like a couple months ago and, you know, one of the big hard deciding factors is that the new gym, although cheaper and much closer, just didn't have a sauna. Much closer, like two second walk. Little did to we know we would be living in a sauna yeah. and in the same like humidity and and sweat factor. So um, I'm in a tank top, not because I'm showing off the pipes, but, you know, it's always a bonus. And uh, so Thursday night was one of the hottest nights of my life. It was rough. I remember so. I went out Thursday night and I uh, went to Kink Izakaya. Have you ever been there? Never. You I know, see it. I see it quite a bit. Kink Izakaya, Japanese restaurant, kind of tapas style, but like they yell. 
it's all about like sake bomb. When I say sake, you say bomb. And then like they shake up. Oh, they get you to yell too. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like it's, but it's basically a lot of yelling. Um, tried a new beer there. Probably my favorite beer I've had this What's year. What's the beer called? Minus um, the True History Pilsner. It's called a like a, a hooli or a acai. Acai. That's it. Yeah, yeah. How'd you know that? Because I used to work at a all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant. Oh, right. Sushi galore. Sushi galore. Those are the days. Have you tried it? And Yeah, it's good. It's, it's like, uh, it's you know, your sort of standard easy drinking. It's the uh, chihuly of beers. Japanese beer. Did I ever tell the chihuly story? I think, yeah, you've you've definitely told the chihuly story. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, then I won't. Again. I, th- I think so. Why Why the chihuly of beers? Because it's a huli. It's Asahi. Oh. <laughs> It's, sorry, it's the acai bowls of beer, Zen. Okay. Yeah, have yes. I ever told you that acai bowl story? No. It's because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Um, yeah, so went to went to this place, Kink Izakaya. I've only been there twice, and both times, it just fires you up. You get blackout. Sake bombs are $3. Acai bowls are 5 bucks, And uh, you just get them by the pitcher, and like you're doing around-the-table pitcher chugs, a bunch of Japanese people yelling all around you. There's nothing like, you know what I'm talking about? Like that, like samurai kind of sounding yell that fires you up. Yeah. What's, what's it called when they cook it on the, uh, Oh, you're, you're thinking of teppanyaki. Yeah. Maybe it's I'm not th- that where, where they're like slicing and dicing mm-hmm. like on the grill right in front of you. No. Yeah. That wasn't like that. No, it's more like they're, they're the chefs are, the chefs are still visible, but the, the, what they're cooking is covered by a counter Yeah, and they're like yelling and singing and like, dancing and doing fun stuff and we're just getting lit um ended up going to soho getting another litness and then went to belfast love mm-hmm. and like the last time i went to belfast love um i ripped my shirt in half so that's that's the belfast love um of reference that's really the only belfast love you do yeah i know but it was i so i had my shirt off again luckily it was i took it off this time because okay. it was it was as hot as our house is yeah. Like they clearly have AC issues as well. Yeah. Um, and you know what? On that note, the the landlord still hasn't come through with that uh, that check in he promised us last week. Yeah. Because in the listing of our house, it said that there was a central air system, and me and Kev have, for the lives of us, have not been able to figure it out. Central air might not mean AC. It might just mean like. Sub- but there should be at least like a like a fan system. You know? A fan system for sure. Um, but anyway, so that Thursday night we get home and like, like you couldn't have been more like any, any, anytime I slept with a piece of my body touching myself, it would turn to liquid. Uh, in the morning, I remember I came down mm-hmm. so hungover cause how, how much more hungover can you get than like sleeping in a sauna and you have an ice pack strapped to your neck sitting at the table <laughs> here. Kristen, our other roommate, said she took a cold shower at 3 a.m. just to survive. Yeah. And then Kevin seemed to be all right. Kev, uh, you know, Kev just, I guess he just thrives in the heat, you know? <laughs> uh, and, 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 you know. Kev, right. So Kevin just said if off mic, you wouldn't have been able to hear it, but he, he came from a house with no AC, so he's very used to it. We just having acclimatized. I was living at home with my parents. You were living with your aunt and uncle? Yeah. Climate control. Yes. Freezing, spoiled. In fact, too cold. Like too cold. I and you know what? Um, I mean, I I told you this, but I got in a bit of a tiff on uh, on Thursday night. Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah, you got into that. Yeah, with, on Thursday night. Yeah, with Olivia. 
She got in too. Yeah, both of us got into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. You got into a little tiff, and uh, that 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 just didn't help when uh, you know we we came home and the house was just fucking steaming hot. That was just like fuel to the fire. Yeah, it, just, it agitated her even and, more. And my windows don't fucking open. What do you mean? L- one of them. Yours don't. Mine don't. Uh, oh, because you got you got a. You got to manage the pigeons. Yeah, so one of them opens without a screen, and obviously the pigeon mafia is on our, our stoop right there. Trav, for everyone that's listening, does a fantastic pigeon impression. So let's just hear that quickly. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm you know kind of losing my voice. Don't know if I can. Yeah. <laughs> like shut the fuck up! Like, every morning, it's so, like an alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Who you, what are you trying to say out there, dude? <laughs> like, what is the purpose of that? Every window. It's not just yours, too. You know. But we have the, anyway, we have the pigeon mafia, so I can't, I can't open it up. I'm worried one of those bad boys is going to come in my room. And I, for all of you listeners out there, I hope to fucking God one of them comes in my room. Because the smackdown, do? oh my God, <laughs> the smackdown I'd lay on that pigeon. What would you be your weapon of choice? Do you have like a tennis racket, a Ooh, baseball good. bat? I was thinking nut pair knuckle boxing, but now that oh. you say that, like maybe a buck. A buck, eh? Okay. Oh yeah. And I'm not talking like hold it in my hand and swing it. I mean, I want to frisbee it. You know how when you throw a book, it kind of explodes into like a big fan? And I want that to catch it out of the air like a spidey web, like I'm Spider-Man, and just blow it into the wall. And I don't want it to die. Honestly, who throws a shoe? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want it to die. I just want it to know what the fuck just happened. You know what I mean? Like you just got hit with a book. It wouldn't kill it, but you just got knocked out of the air. I threw a clean book and knocked you right out of the air. Sky rats. Sky rat. And I'm going to look it in the eye and I'm going to say, Tell your friends what happened here. And then I'm going to throw it out the window. <laughs> Is that reasonable? Just like as a, uh, you know, sending a message. Mm-hmm. You can throw this like yeah. beat up pigeon you know to its friends. You know in the movies how they spare one life? Pretty bird. <laughs> Not that type. Of, <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah. And the bird's dead. Um, Is it? A, it looks like a pigeon, if I remember correctly. No, like I thought it was had, just a budgie. Uh, probably it's a budgie, yeah. Um. But yeah, anyway. Wait, what were we gonna say? Where they spare one life? Yeah, like you know, in the, in a movie, they'll kill everyone, and then like the bad guy will, or the good guy even. Yeah. And they'll spare one life, like medieval times, and they'll be like, "Go back, and tell them tell what your you friends. saw." <laughs> yeah. Give your king a message. Yeah. So I would give that to I'd give that to the pigeon to bring back to his mm, pigeon okay. mafia bosses. I think they they might be a little too dumb to comprehend. Yeah. That, that message, but you don't know you don't want to know what happened to the last guy that said that about the pigeon mafia. What what happens to the last guy that said that about the pitch mafia? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, dude. What did happen to him? Nobody knows. What else we got on that list? Oh, Robbie and I went to the motherfucking Rolling Stones on Saturday. The one and only. Dope, dope show. It was so good. It was insanity. This it was guy. So, it was so fucking good. Okay. First of all, let's talk about how we got these tickets. Your uh, aunt or your uncle bought tickets for your other uncle's birthday for for his fiftieth birthday, and then because the Stones uh, or no, sorry, because Mick Jagger uh, recently had heart surgery, the the concert was called off. So family that was supposed to go and use these tickets ended up making other plans and were out of town, and then they uh, they they decided the show was gonna show was going to go on so the uh 
you know, they brought it back on and a bunch of people couldn't go. So the lucky beneficiaries of this mishap <laughs> ended up being me and Travis and a bunch of friends and it was a wicked time. It was a wicked time. Your uh, your aunt and uncle nicely drove us down so we could get boozed. We get there about 2.30, sun is shining. It was such a nice day. Sun is shining. It's we. You know what? We've never had a bad experience at Burles Creek in terms of weather, and in terms of, terms of overall experience. Actually, I mean, maybe that one night. It, one Neil, night I lost it, my soul. Neil Young. Yeah. For you, okay. So maybe you're you're when down. Burles one. Creek started spinning. Yeah. I'm convinced Burles Creek is on a carousel because it started spinning. <laughs> but but in terms of weather, the sun has been shining and like absolutely blazing yeah. every time we've been there. And it was such a it was such a nice day. Except this one, anyway. So we get there at two thirty, we start crushing tailgate, air show going on above. It's really cool. It's a bunch of geezers all around. You know, like it's a bunch of like white hairs that are smoking weed. So it's a really cool vibe. Yeah. Um, but different rules in way home. Really rattling. They they follow a strict no bag policy. Only see through bags allowed. I don't really. Understand. Not even a fanny pack. I, I didn't read too much into that, but I don't know why they do that. I don't know why. It's some security, safety, whatever. Anyway, I, who the fuck owns a clear bag? Yeah, let me like, just go. <laughs> let me go pull my clear bag collection. Like, Yeah, decide which one I want to bring to the stone and, show. And not only that, so I'm like, cool. I'll, you know what? Cool, guys. Cool. I'll just put everything in my pockets. So I have sunscreen and all my shit in my pockets. Yeah. Guess what's not allowed in there either? Sunscreen. Fucking sunscreen. Like it's it's like some like a biochemical weapon or something. They're like no aerosols. I'm like, spray it, please, man, spray it. Yeah. It's sunscreen. Yeah. Can I please protect myself from the UV today? No. I know. And you tried to sneak it in again. I was like, okay, we'll throw it out. Yeah, because they're kind of being loose. I, he's like, oh, you gotta throw that out. He just passed it off to me, and I just kind of like tried to just walk in with it. And then the next guy caught you. Yeah. And he told me to toss it. So. Oh. We have we have. Oh, do you have a story? It's just, just something really cool I saw yeah. um, about UV and sunscreen. Weirdly what? enough, I was watching YouTube last night, and okay, uh, I was watching the science like nerd channel. I think it was called like Veritasium or something. So nerdy sounding. Yeah. And uh, they had a UV camera, so a camera that sees UV light instead of visible light. Okay. And um, they did this really cool thing where they showed you, because obviously, what does sunscreen do? It protects you from the sun's harmful UV rays. Right, so in a UV camera, when you put on sunscreen, it looks like black paint. Really? Yeah, because it absorbs all the UV light. It doesn't reflect anything. So something that absorbs light is black. Your bag is black because it's absorbing all yeah. the visible rays of light. Sunscreen is, is translucent to visible light, so that's why it looks clear on your skin. Yeah. It's completely black when you look at it through UV camera because it absorbs the UV things. Oh. And it was so cool to see. They put someone's arm out yeah. and they put SPF 4, 8, 15, 30, 50, 60, 100 and you could see the it, darkness. Got, it got darker and darker and darker. That's actually really cool. Yeah, because I always wondered. Everyone's like, what's the difference between SPFs? Well, well I was doing some reading and uh, between like SPF, uh, SPF like 30, like beyond SPF 30, it says SPF 30 is around 97% that it blocks out. Mm -hmm. And then anything up from that, like 45, 60 is only like minimal, like 1% or maybe like well, half of a percent difference, right? You could really tell the difference between 30 and 60. Okay. 60 and 100 looked identical. 
Yeah. They both looked like absolutely blackout. It was just really cool to see. Um, I don't know what to search on YouTube if you wanted to see it. Probably just like sunscreen UV camera. But that was just a side story. I wonder, it'd be good just to have a pair of those glasses when you're applying sunscreen just open. to friends to Dude. like look at, you know, your back or something. You see if you miss any spots. I don't think it's or- glasses though. I don't think any glasses could make you see UV. I think it's like, a t- I think it's actually like an expensive oh, like a, technology to like okay. view, view UV. So it's, it's not accessible. But you could see perfectly how it was applied. And I watched them do like the sports spray. Yeah. I've always been so curious at how good those are applying. Really good. Really? Yeah. Like a like a spray paint bottle. And do they do they rub it in after? Yeah, oh yeah, you have to be a psychopath not to rub in your. Uh, people don't rub it in. Oh what Kev, the do fuck? You, when you use spray sunscreen, do you rub it in? He's nodding yes. Yeah, he's not okay. a psychopath. Um, but Liv, yeah, Liv, Liv doesn't rub it in. Liv's she's, a psychopath. She she, <laughs> she she sprays my back and leaves it. Yeah, confirmed. Confirm my <laughs> all my thoughts. It, yeah, even when yeah, yeah even when Kev just said even when we're putting sunscreen on your back, I'll rub it in for you. Anything about my back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was a little aside. We get into um, the Rolling Stones, and we're at a food truck. Uh, and it's a you know submarine sandwich place. It's got a long line. We're like, this place must be good. It's got like Philly cheesesteaks, all this stuff. Yeah, I never asked you or followed up on how these sandwiches were. Uh, I fucked up. It was like world. It was like world renowned for its Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. And I got one of its like subs, <laughs> and it was so underwhelming. You know what? One thing. One thing I've learned about going to any type of restaurant or food place is if they're known for something. Get just, that? just trust them and go for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, lesson learned. All right. Like I got a sub and it sucked shit. And the boys were all like loving their Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so sucks. we get near the front and we're with, um, we're with Greener, our, a podcast guest two episodes again. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, he notices a styrofoam box on the counter and some girl walks up and just picks it up and walks away. And he's like, Oh, I didn't realize you guys did uh takeout over here. And the, and the guy behind the counter was like, if you're McJagger, we do. So it's for <laughs> Jagger. He's getting his fucking Philly cheesesteak on from this place. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, so it was good enough for McJagger, but not good, good enough, enough for you. <laughs> so McJagger ordered there. And yeah, I fucking got a turkey sub like a dumbass. Uh, my, the food spot I went to, I got pulled pork and this like meal yeah that place and, really good. and stuff i went back there a second time They're i know so good i went back in the evening with you and they were sold out of it and i was so hungry i bought two sausages again what we were not world renowned for and i waited an extra 10 minutes or so and then had this unbelievable pulled pork sandwich yeah, shut you shut the fuck up all right um don't rub it in all right all right i ate two sausages it really hurt my stomach i got heartburn two sausages and an average turkey and an sub. average turkey sub it was not a good food day for me all right it was also not a good drink day for me so we uh why why not a drink day okay well it was half and half so we had vip tickets your aunt and uncle obviously they're adults so they're like we're not going to this general admission so when when they gave us the tickets they were like vip area but we spent most of the day in the general admission um you know with the peasants right and <laughs> I'm just kidding. We got the tickets for free. Um, we spent most of the time in the in the general admission, and we were buying drinks there. And they were like full tall boys. They were full like. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're gonna say. We get into the VIP section for the Stones part of the concert, and uh, I t- I run out. So the opening band for the Stones just went. And I run back out to get uh, drinks before the Stones concert comes. And I'm going to buy three because some guys bought me drinks before. So I'm hitting people back. 
and I ordered the exact same thing I ordered in general admission, which was a tall boy of whiskey and Coke. Jack Daniels and RTDs. Coke. RTDs. That was they called? Ready to drinks. Yeah. Um, so not not to mention the lineup is insane. I wait 35 minutes. That was the entire break between acts. Uh, I get to the front, and I'm just like, Jack, I'm like, get that Jack and Cola thing. And they're like, cool. I watched them pouring it, and I was like, no, no, those can't be for me. It was the same price and everything. Yeah. They poured, so they took one ounce of Jack Daniels. It, it wasn't a pre-made thing. Yeah. They poured it into these, like, miniature wine cups that can't be more than one ounce of liquor and two ounces of cola. Yeah. So a three-ounce cup for the same price as our tall can in general admission. I wonder how much uh, how much Jack is actually in those tall cans, though. It like, 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 do you think it's what, like two ounces? It's gotta be, it's got, man, I'll do the calculations after. Yeah. We know it's like five, to five, six percent. Yeah. And on an entire tall can, we'll do like the milliliters conversion. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter if there was an ounce. I, I needed more to drink. More liquid, yeah. Three ounces, and so, I ordered three of it. It cost me 50 bucks, and I got nine ounces of liquid total <laughs> in these miniature fucking cups, and I almost sauced it right back at the chick like i was like no no no. i was like i want the tall boys she's like we don't have those i'm like that's what i paid for she's yeah. like i i don't we don't have any it's a sick joke. and i'm like can you double down on these and she's like you'd have to pay for it i'm like you're breaking you're literally you're fucking me over there's a three drink limit so it's not like i can just like and i'm like a hundred bucks to like i was i was losing it um i literally literally just uh, you know how I'm supposed to give them to people? Mm-hmm. I drank them all. Because like for 50 bucks, I'm like... Did you? I shared one of them. <laughs> okay, yeah. You downed them though. I downed them. Yeah. yeah. So sorry guys for the ones that bought me drinks, but like that's just brutal. And uh-huh. I had to last the next two hours off of it. But right in front of me in the lineup was a super fan for the Stones. Nav? Uh, what? <laughs> what? Nav? Nav? Nav oh, the yeah, super yeah. Fan? Nav is, it turns out Nav, the super fan for the Raptors, is also a Rolling Stones super fan. But he <laughs> transforms into a tall white guy from Texas. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but he has his entire arms are the tongue tattoos yeah. from all their tours and all their albums, all the way up and down his arms. So, how many would you say? were on his arms like like it looked like there was like 20 per side it was like they were each maybe three or four inches long and maybe yeah. like two inches wide and he had his whole arm covered top to bottom both arms with them that's crazy and he had the same i don't know if you noticed the handcuff bracelets that keith richards and the other guitarist who has no one knows his real ronnie name. woods Ro- yeah but no one knows that ronnie woods do you know ronnie woods from the stones no everyone knows keith richards and mcjagger true, but you know what in uh I, I was actually quite impressed with his guitar playing. I think he was better than Keith Richards. I think he was almost better that night. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they Ronnie, whatever the fuck, and Keith Richards were all wearing this like handcuff bracelet yeah. that this super fan had as well. Right. And uh, people were like taking pictures of him. His shirt said like, I am like a mega, what is mega, this? mega, mega, mega Rolling Stones fan from I'm Texas, travels everywhere. I'm curious about this bracelet that they had on yeah we'll look into it it was like a kind of handcuff looking but mick jagger had no bracelets i don't think they and i don't think they have tattoos either or like anything sure they do i don't think so man no i really don't i think they were actually kind of pre-tattoo they gotta have a couple no like they were they were around when long hair was rebellion (laughs) kev yeah kev can you look it up over there 
Um, but anyway, how wild was the show? Mick Jagger. so good. What is he, 75? Yeah. 75. 70s Moves like a straight 15-year-old. Didn't miss a beat up there. He just had heart surgery eight weeks ago. He was bouncing around. The other people in the band look like they might as well have been animatronic. Like, have you ever been to a Disney show when it's like the animals that are like robots playing? Because they were like, they were stiff as a board. They, but Mick Jagger was not. It was, it was such an amazing show. You know what? They really are like the greatest yeah. rock and roll band. It, it was history, man. It was like watching, like, I was, I never thought I'd ever see the Rolling Stones live. No, neither did I. Nor nor did I really have like the like the most drive to go see them. Like you know, like if yeah. if I probably wouldn't have gone to the show if I didn't have these tickets. Because you think they just would have lost their edge and it would just like Yeah, but I was I was blown away. You know what I was more when they when they first came out, I was more starstruck than I thought I would be. Yeah. When they first came out and started playing, I was like, Whoa. This Dude, is you were, cool. you're looking at a worldwide icon. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, a man that's seen it all, done it all. Keith Richards. I read his book. I forgot that I read his book. That's how fucking long ago I read it. And his like heroin and partying stories, and just to just to see the person in the flesh there. Yeah, I was definitely starstruck, and they rocked it. There was there was definitely a few mistakes. Yeah, that one's when they, did, they so they came on and for their encore they did, give me shelter and satisfaction, and. Give me shelter at the beginning of it. Do you remember that? We both yeah. we both kind of looked over at each other like that sounds a little off. <laughs> like the guitar, like it cut out for a sec. I think one of them just like forgot to play or something. Or, but anyways, they they pulled it together quickly. But, but what I noticed is they never missed a note. They didn't farm a note. It's not like it's not like they hit a note and it was the wrong note. No, it was just timing. Like they've played everything obviously a hundred thousand times, and they 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 are muscle memories out of control. Yeah. But like I think there's probably some syncing issues with their ears, uh, like because you know they have like in ear monitors. But they weren't wearing any. Though then that's probably why no they I, must I know, have been. No, I know I looked, they weren't wearing any. Then that must be why they get out of time. Yeah, but you know what? Also, I think part of their uh, like both Keith Keith Richards and Ronnie Woods. Uh, like part of their guitar playing style is the off time kind of little licks well, that they do. Maybe when you get to a hundred thousand years old, then maybe that gets, you know, maybe trim that in a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, the drummer looked like he had so much Botox, he couldn't change his face. He looked like they wheeled him out of an old folks home, set him up on a drummer and his face was just like, and he kept that the yeah, entire yeah, show. He does have a perma smile. Um, if you want to see what I'm talking about, just Google all these. If I can find any clips online when I'm editing this, like pictures of the band, yeah. I'll throw them on there. Oh, and then, dude, what about, talking about Gimme Shelter, what about the girl with the pipes that came in? Oh, dude. they uh, In classic Stones fashion, they had like a really like uh, funk-inspired backing group. Like, like their saxophonists, their backup singers, their bassists were all like like uh like kind of like black jazzy funk style players and the backup singer for the encore came up for gimme shelter like cuz they they have a woman in that song when when they redid it um and this girl did that part and i she fucking blew the show away that like that was her moment to shine and she just Fucking nailed she it. strutted down the big like, stage, just singing. You could feel it in your plums. And then she just gave it, gave oh. it all she got. 
I, you know what? After that performance, I, she's probably still recovering right now, just from like how much she just ripped into her vocals there. <laughs> yeah, she she shredded. Like you could tell, like she's probably tearing a piece of her vocal cord every time she does it, sings that hard. Yeah. But she strutted up there. She had a singing battle with Mick Jagger. They they even like were like dancing and like like kissing all up in each other. Mick Jagger, horn dog. Absolute beauty has a kid, a three-year-old. He's I was just about to say that. That's insane, eh? He's got a three-year-old at home. I don't know if he froze his sperm or if he's still got swimmers <laughs> at seventy-five. But this guy, he's immortal. He probably his heart surgery was probably preemptive. They're just like you're gonna live forever. Let's just slap a new heart in you. Imagine your dad is Mick Jagger, but you're three years old <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, good thing he's gonna live to one hundred and fourteen. So you're still gonna have a dad when you're like 30, but yeah, like 75 isn't that that old. People live to 90 easily, so you it's could be late for a three-year-old. It's though. late for a three-year-old, but I had a 94-year-old <laughs> grandmother, so this kid could still be 23 when when he could still be alive. Yeah, it's fair. But um, anyway, what a cool experience! Oh my god, after the show though, getting out of there, the parking lot, absolute. Like, Can we fuck. take a minute to to rag on Burl's Creek here? Yeah. Fuck you, Burl's Creek. That was fucking awful. I don't care who you think you are, but no one deserves to sit in a car for three hours without moving at the end of a day of drinking and partying. No one deserves that. It was, it was nuts. Not so- even Ted Bundy, all right? <laughs> Maybe Ted Bundy does, actually, but... Beyond that, no one else. Even no, small Ted time. Ted Bundy would have escaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ted Bundy had. Ted Bundy could have gone on a spree in that parking lot. It was so gridlocked. It was. It was absolute nut. Like absolutely nuts in there. The okay. So, what happened is they they park everyone in, and for anyone that's been to Boots and Hearts or Way Home or any event at Burles Creek, you sort of know the parking situation. And they, they, they park you in pretty well, and it seems like, oh, you know what? They're, they're actually creating, creating laneways, and it seems like it's a well-thought-out system. Erase that. Erase that whole thing. Erase that whole thing. They memory. had one exit for, like, 40,000 vehicles. And, and put a ride program at, right at the exit. I don't know about that. I, I, think, I think that's that's what we heard, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was like, why would it take so long? Because there's forty thousand cars funneling through a bottleneck that can only fit two cars at a time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but anyways, so we the 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 concert finishes quarter after eleven or so. Everyone's making their way back. We get back to our cars, and we realize it's an absolute fuck fest. So. So we're sitting in our cars for about half an hour, and uh, Dwayne Gretzky was 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 playing a late show afterwards, and we get back to our cars, and uh, we're sitting there uh, for a little bit, and we're like, we're not moving anywhere. Let's go get food. So we leave our cars, we go back inside, and while Dwayne Gretzky's playing, and we get food, we pretty much watch all of Dwayne Gretzky's whole set, which we weren't planning on staying for in any way because we're like, we'll just take Let's off. Let's just say we were there. in there for maybe an hour Yeah, in the festival. After we already tried to leave in our car, we went back to the festival for an hour. Yeah. So we got our food. We watched the show. Then we walked back to our cars again. Still haven't moved in. Not inch. a car around us moved. Nothing moved. Nothing. And that, that continued for another two hours after that. 
So it was three hours of not a car near us moving and then 45 minutes finally of inching out. And we cheated to get out of there in 45 minutes. Like we yeah. drove across fields and we cut our, kind of cut our way to the front just to get out in three hours and 45 minutes. And uh, we didn't get home till 5 a.m. And like, but there was cars as we were leaving. There was cars that were still locked in, like deeper in the festival. Two more hours, they would have had to wait. How far back they were? It was nuts. So like, fuck that. It almost made me be like, I don't know if I would do that again. But also, the show was so good. I'm almost like, you know, someone if someone was playing there like big time. Yeah, but I would again. I I would pay for VIP parking. Yeah, yeah, that's or, true. Or park my car in the trees, run it into a ditch, just put the four ways on, <laughs> come back for it. Anyway, all in all, your aunt and uncle are a saint for driving us because they sat there in the cars, yeah, sober, yeah, with the rest of us drunk sitting in the back. You were sawing absolute logs with your brother, and your aunt and uncle sat in the <laughs> I front. I was drifting of, in and out. You were drifting out and out, um, <laughs> and your uncle and aunt just sat there and they didn't complain at all. Mm-hmm. They're such troopers. Um, so God bless them. Shout so out to was, John and Kathy and Chuck good. for the tickets. Chuck, you're a legend. Chuck, um, legend. Let's move on. So I had a great marketing idea today. I've talked recently on podcasts about my, my jewel and like how it's, how it's absolutely taken over. And I was just thinking today, no jewel July, no jewel July, like sober October. <laughs> That's funny. Because obviously it's no J-U-U-L. Wait, isn't it? Isn't it January that people normally go sober? They try it like after the holidays. They try it. No, that's just people New Year's resolutions. Sober October is a big one as well. Okay. And then you cap off. You no get, July. Yeah, exactly. I wrote down here. No jewel, July. J-U-U-L-Y. I like that. I know. Me too. The So I want to do it. I'm absolutely in one with the jewel right now. Like listen to my voice. I sound like I, I sound like I smoke a pack a day. Yeah. And uh, so this one I'm thinking, no Jewel July, because if you want to quit something, name it. It's the best way to quit anything. Like if, if what do you, you mean? Like say I wasn't drinking in 2019. Yeah. I'd say say no no booze 2019. So people know exactly what you're doing. When people are like you want to drink and you're going no no booze 2019, you don't have to explain anything else. Ah uh, okay. They go okay no booze for the allotted period that is 2019. Okay. No jewel for July. No jewel July. If you want to quit something, name it. Also, it helps to throw it out into the world. So if someone sees you doing it, yeah. they're like, motherfucker, what is you I doing? I know what you're up to. I wanted to. So like after that last episode, I wanted to just quit it during the weeks and just do it on the weekends. Yeah. And I did that. I quit it during the week. And then I powered into it on those last two weekends and was like, that's not healthy either. Like last two weekends, just huffed. Like it was a second breathing Huff apparatus. And I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. <laughs> and, and then during the week, I was like, st- I was like, this is weird. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go no jewel July. And I wanted to get your opinion on whether or not there's there's that one weekend in July. First of all, there's my, also my birthday. Yeah. But there is one weekend in July, the the golf tournament, the family and friends golf tournament, mm-hmm. where you're on the golf course. Also, a lot of cigarettes normally around. Where I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of allowing the jewel, allowing a one day, a one weekend, in the entire month. I won't do it on my birthday, and then Oshiega is the start of August, mm-hmm. and then 
that'll be uh, obviously Oshaga Music Festival is a go. So no Jewel July. I haven't I haven't made up my mind on the golf tournament yet because if I name something, I like to do it exactly as the name suggests. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to do no Jewel July except for my golf tournament on the twelfth. It doesn't it's really roll that, off the no, tongue. No, it's just too much to so, ask. So I'll think about it. Maybe I'll make like a, if if it rhymes in there, nice. I'll find a way. But I'm I'm thinking no Jewel July. Lock it in. The only the only thing I do or don't know is if I'm going to do it on the twelfth weekend or not. Okay. And that might be game time. But no Jewel fucking July. What up? All right. You into it? Sure. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not uh, as wait. Deep. You're not doing it with me? No, I'm into it. But I'm also I'm just. I'm saying I'm not as in deep Kev, as you. What are you thinking? He's giving us a thumbs up. All right, Kev's in. You in? I'm in. Okay, no Jewel July. NJ. NJJ. NJJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's Kate. Okay, let's talk about. I want to get to the, the good stuff here. How did things go over this weekend? Exposing the tats. Oh, okay. Yes, so listeners out there, some of you may know I do have tattoos now. And a few episodes back, maybe three months ago, I alluded to getting these. It was, uh, I think it was the episode about concussions where I was like, I've commissioned an artist to do work. Yeah. And you were trying to figure out what it was for. And I, and I was like, I couldn't say it on the air. And I was like, you know, you commission an artist in advance to design some art that yeah. you're going to have forever. And you're like, what? <laughs> I was like, dude, you oh, know. Oh, a painting. A painting. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I got ta- my first tattoos. I got them on my ankles. They're fucking nails because I'm a nails rock star. And uh, I did. <laughs> manifestation. Manifestation. And uh, my parents are extremely anti-tattoo. Uh, all my life have been in my ear about how like tattoos are just the absolute worst and my dad always used to threaten that if we got a tattoo, he would get the exact same tattoo to match. And back in the day, that was a real threat. I don't know why it was. Wait, he threatened you with that back in the day? Yeah. Just because, like, it would be embarrassing to have the same tattoo I, as your I guess, dad? yeah. And, it, like, it worked up until, like, age maybe 16. But, like, no one's getting tattoos under 16. But they just made it very clear how unacceptable it was. Yeah. So obviously I wasn't in a rush to tell them, you know what I mean? Or get their permission because it would have been a hard no. Yeah. Um, Yo, my dad today, we were talking about tattoos for some reason at over the cottage. And he just, I don't know where he's like, I should get a tattoo. Fuck yeah, he should. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you know what? Maybe I'll go get a tattoo. John, if you're listening out there, <laughs> I highly suggest you make that a reality because that would be super nails. Um, I don't know what he would actually get, but anyways. Sorry to interrupt. Continue your story. Well, so I was expecting mortality. Like I was expecting, because I didn't just get a tattoo. I got, uh, it says heartthrob across my ankles in like thrasher letters. Uh, It's from the movie Place Beyond the Pines. Ryan Gosling has a tattooed on his neck. Like the O is a coffin with a cross in it. The A is, is an actual heart that's like broken in half. Yeah, just look it up if you're listening. It's a cool tattoo. It's cool, but it's like really hardcore across the ankles. And... Like, it's not like I got, like, a star or, like, a heart or, like, an arrow. Like, it says fucking heartthrob on my ankles. And uh, so I was expecting to get roasted, and I told you about, like, how my death was going to be this weekend. It was fine. 
It was totally fine. So give me a little run through on how th- this all played out. Okay, we're sitting at the dinner table. Yeah. We're just happy to be around each other. You know, we haven't, we haven't seen each other in a bit. Yeah. And I say, like, uh, I think now's an appropriate time to tell you that. Oh, it wasn't like a, you know, you're down at the docks no. and your parents are like, what are those? No, I thought it would be way easier to tell them and then show them. Okay. Because they'd be floored if they just saw it. Yeah. So I said, you know what, this, this is the same way I, you I, did it? I told them. Yeah. So I said, I think this, I think I have to tell you guys something because, um, you're going to see them tomorrow anyway, or tonight. I was like, but, uh, I have tattoos on my ankles and yeah. my foot. Yeah. And they were just like, like they didn't say anything. And, and I was just like, yeah, like they're below the sock line. Like, uh, they're, they're completely like, you know, yeah. out of sight if I don't want them to be. And then my mom was just like, did you get it done at a reputable place? And I was like, okay, okay. That's a bit, that's a bit on the acceptance side. Yeah. Then I was like, yes. She's like, okay, that's a start. I'm like, okay. And then, um, she, she my sister comes in and she, my sister goes, they look nice. Um, and my parents are like, okay. And my sister goes, we also got tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so that softened yeah, the blow that a little softened bit. Yeah, that softened it. It was good that you did it together. I know. So Kirsty and Damien got matching love tattoos. They're like arrows on their wrist. Um, and so my, my mom was just like, they're both just kind of like, you could tell they were just like, what the fuck? And uh, <laughs> I, I like how that's a concern. Like you got to be an absolute moron to go to like an unreputable like back alley place. Yeah, yeah, or I, like in like Vietnam or something, you know, you know right? You know, Kev? like let me just. Get this, <laughs> let, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know there's some good tattoo places over there, but yeah, I know. Like, yeah, so that was their one question, and uh, so she, my mom goes to, to my dad. She goes, "What do you think? Like, what do you think of all this?" And he's like, "He's like, they're 27 and 30. He's like, what can I say? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. like my sister has a husband yeah. and a dog and a house." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm 27 and I have a nothing. I rent and I'm, I'm still on their credit <laughs> or their uh, phone bill. But yeah, <laughs> still, I'm 27 years old. Uh, oh, almost. I guess my birthday's coming Whoa. up. I'm still 26. Yeah, still 26. I'm so fucking young, dude. What's up? What's I'm, up? I'm so young. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so we get down to the water. Because I was, I didn't want to show them right away. They didn't even ask what it was. They were just like kind of a. So wait, this was like a dinner. This was, this was like actually no, this was a lunch. Oh, this is a lunch you're having. The so they lunch. still haven't seen. The, she didn't ask to see them. Nope. Um, so like, and I, I put my bathing suit on. My socks are still on. And my parents are like, "What are you doing? Are you, are you hiding these?" I was like, "Oh no no no!" I was just like, "I'm just looking for my my, my boat shoes." And then I find my boat shoes because I wanted to. I wanted to do it in stages because I have one on my toe yeah. and then two on my ankles. Yeah. So I put on my boat shoes and I show them the ankle ones because they're the most visually appealing. Yeah. And my dad just went, oh. I <laughs> 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 just shook his head. And uh, my mom was like, okay, okay, all right. And she, uh, even at the water, uh, she went as far to say she liked them. No way. Yes. She goes, I, wow. I like your ankle tattoos, but she said, I really don't like your toe tattoo. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? You might just not like my toes because I got some weird looking toes. She's like, I think that's it. <laughs> to- toes, you know, whatever. It's like graveyard. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. I'm like, my toes are fucking, uh, f- they're like so gangly. My, t- my foot's so long. <laughs> yeah. Just my toes look like like a, uh, a little person's fingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, she's like, it draws attention to your toes. I'm, I'm like, yeah, but it's also like, who, who sees my toes ever? It's true. And that one was for me. 
Yeah. But they, so she went as far as to say she likes him. And yeah. my dad went as far as to say nothing at all about them ever and again. Just a and he will never grunt. mention it. Yeah. He will never mention it. <laughs> yeah. I told him. So I told my dad at dinner. I said this. Imagine that. I, I said this to my dad at dinner. Uh, Kev, can I, uh, well, it's, Kev? it's what it's, uh, it's okay. leading into what Kev just said. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I said at dinner and I was like, I said this cause I, I thought this was like really mature to say yeah. and would break the ice. I said, I didn't do it like out of disrespect. I thought about you guys a lot before I did it. Cause I know you're against it. And I, I was like, it's not a disrespect or rebellion. I was like, I just think it's something I wanted. I got in a responsible place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was like, dad, I thought about your, your threat as well. And, I would love it if you got these tattoos. And he's like, no fucking way. He's like, I was like, oh, okay, that was a bluff. So what Kevin just said is like, your dad would say nothing until he shows up with the tattoos. Yeah. I think it would be so nails if my dad got those those tattoos. It'd be hilarious. So I told him, I was like, I think it'd be amazing, dad. I was like, and he was just like, no. <laughs> he's still working at like a big company. He's like an executive. <laughs> I mean, he's in a suit and socks yeah, all the time. So. Yeah, but imagine him whipping out those thangs on the golf course. Imagine being an executive at a big company and just having a heart throb across your I ankles. It. I love it. Yeah. Um, Stick it to the man. You, you you had some family see your tattoos. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this weekend, uh, actually, it was at the Stone Show that... Um, that John, my uncle, mm-hmm. uh, he's, I don't, uh, I don't know if he wants me, uh, you know, whatever. Anyways, he, he got a tattoo when he was young and he's, he's been regretful of it. Really? Since, yeah, it's like, it's hard to see. Um, cause he keeps it fairly, uh, kind of hidden mm-hmm. at most times. And for the, and I think for that reason, I don't know, like there's always kind of been that like sort of like sentiment with uh that's like with my mom's side of the family mm-hmm. like about tattoos and like my nana is like very against it and stuff oh i got sorry about your nana after too <laughs> and and uh anyways so john at the stone show john actually asked me about them he was uh because i know he like eventually up at the cottage he would see them and mm-hmm. I, kn- I know like his stance on it and like it was it was fine he uh he, th- he thought they were kind of cool um and even <laughs> it was funny i was sitting on the yesterday i was sitting down on the deck um by the water at my cottage and uh i was i was sitting there with a shirt off and you nancy it no but because <laughs> uh, she was she okay so she was sitting on my to my right john was sitting to my left and he was just like and john well john made a comment he was like you're missing out on apostrophe <laughs> oh, one of your tattoos is missing a grammatical apostrophe. Yes, yes. yes. So uh, I, I kind of, I kind of laughed about it. My nan, my nana was like, "Oh, what's that?" And uh, John just kind of, <laughs> kind of brushed it off or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and then, and then I told, I told John, I was like, "Yeah, me and Trav spoke about it. We think it's more stick it to the man." Yeah. With because uh, fuck grammar, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then, anyways, later on in the day. Uh, my Nana like asked me to help her with some chores. Like, and I was like sweeping some stuff off like the side of the cabin and, uh, I had no shirt on. And then she's like, Oh, what's that? Like, she, and then she's like, she's like, Oh, like, you know, I hope that's, you know, like been there, done that no more. Like you're not going to fill your arms with them. And that's, like, that's how she's, that's how she gives advice. eh? <laughs> like yeah. in that exact fashion, like, like she, she, uh, 
when so she she gave me some trouble because she went to our music video launch party. Yeah. And uh, obviously there's a couple swearsies in her music video. Oh yeah. And uh, that's exactly how she she like kind of gives advice. She's like she's like I had a great night because I asked her how she, how she like how fun how much fun she had. Yeah. She had a great night. This and that and that. There's only one part that I didn't like. Yeah. No, that were those words. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the swear words. And she's like, but she's like, you know, you don't need to do that, right? You know, you don't need to do that in the future. You, there's no, there's no reason to use those, right? Like, yeah. You know, like she says it like as if, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's you're over it now, and you're not gonna need them in the exactly. future. Exactly. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna try to keep the next one clean, but I, I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast because I she does. I'm an absolute toilet mouth on here. Like even my parents get on my case <laughs> with the podcast. But, but you know what? I think it'd be different if I don't think the the podcast or our music is reliant on swear words. You know? It's, yeah. It, it, I don't know. I do it a lot. It's a part. It's just a part of how I talk. Yeah. It's really. It's like I use it for emphasis. I use it. I use it to break people's walls down because I also say offensive and borderline stuff. Mm-hmm. So I use it as. It's kind of like a conversational tool to let people know where I'm at. So that when I say that kind of like joke that's on the line, mm-hmm. there I already know. You know what I mean? If it's gonna be cool or not. I remember up at camp when uh, I went on this trip and with with a bunch of LITs, and we had this one this one uh, this one trip guide with us, and uh, he'd he'd uh, th- like the whole trip he was he was talking about how it's it's funny when you when you curse. If you use like, like a multiple swear word, like if you go like drop like three, four swear words in a row, yeah, you know, if like something happens, you're like, you're like fuck shit, bitch ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you combo them, yeah. If you, if you combo the words, you know, it gets you more points, and then, <laughs> but like, but he, you know, uh, he'd wake us up in the morning sometimes, just yelling from the tents, like. Fuck shit ass fucker <laughs> Bitch Yeah like all these words Just yeah, like dude. in the forest It was hilarious When you were a kid Did you not yeah. just love Like sometimes when you're alone Just trying to say as many swear words As you could Yeah Those are the days Under your breath Um Yeah so All in all With the swearsies I think it's kind of a new age Um I talked to my mentor about it A little bit too And Cause I was just like You know what I was like the parents were on my case About the swear words And I was, I was like It just feels so natural It just feels like how I communicate And I really don't I really don't give power to any word like that. Like there's obviously, it's not like I'm swearing in a job interview or like in a professional setting, the same way I don't like wear a tank top to a wedding. Like, you know when it's appropriate to do certain stuff. And I, and I think on a podcast or in music, it's more than appropriate. It's almost yeah. emphatic. Like all yeah. my favorite podcasters, top to bottom and some of the most famous in the world are all open swearing and also like very free with their jokes and mm-hmm. and their humor. So it's clearly not only accepted, but rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mentor seemed to like have a different view on swear words. Like a more modern view is that it, it actually, I, I've read this too somewhere, but intelligent people are known to swear more. I think it's a spectrum. I think very unintelligent and very intelligent people are the big swearers. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like I said, it's like there's a difference if you're using it to emphasize your sentences or in a funny, uh, like humorous manner as opposed to, you know, that's the language that you speak, you know? Like if you say if you say that that language at like a bank, like it might be like like you know yeah, I mean? if that's I, the language I, you sp- yeah there's like you know there's i think there's a couple things that come into play like knowing a place and a time um you know what kind of 
how you're using it, whether it's like benefiting what you're saying, like the context of what you're saying versus like, you just sound like you're uneducated. Yeah, I know exactly you, what you're you, saying. You know, cause you yeah. can just sound uneducated if that's kind of your language. Um, but anyway, I promised your nan yeah. that I'd keep the next one clean. What's in the, f did you see that? Is that Kristen? You can't hear it. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I promised your nan that our next hit. Yeah. I said, well, I won't put any swearsies in it. Yeah. I didn't promise anything beyond that, but I'm going to try to keep the next one clean. Okay. Um, it's not like our music is, you no, know, but I it has tons nan. of swears. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if you yeah, promise. Yeah, you got to keep it to nan. You got to keep your nan promises. Yeah. Um, and our last thing to end this pod, I wanted to give a shout out to Kevin. Um, Kevin, if you want to hop over here on the here. bike. Yeah, because you know what? I got to get ready to go. So Kevin had a pretty funny story happen to him right before the weekend. Uh, and I'll put the video clip in the video, but just kind of describe here what, what happened. Oh, I forgot to mention the Rolling Stones don't have tattoos. Oh, you looked it up? They yeah, don't they, have they tattoos. Don't have tattoos yeah. Dude, they don't have tattoos. But Mick Jagger has eight kids with five different women. That's like his version of tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so uh, it was uh, the other day. Well, I woke up, made myself a nice green smoothie. was just kind of like getting started on Instagram, whatever. Just uh, enjoying myself. And I noticed uh, this one person I follow. Her name is Chloe Chapman. She's a DJ's fiance, Fisher. Fisher, the one that's like that. That song is like, I'm losing it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, maybe we end the song with, with the, the. Yeah. Okay. We'll put it at the end of this uh, episode. Anyways, yeah. So I uh, noticed she was going live. And right now, Fisher's doing a residency in uh, Ibiza. 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 And so I'm like, I hit that. She's like, I don't know, behind, backstage, just kind of like partying with these guys. And I noticed there's a, a button that comes up like, request to join the live so i'm like i click it not thinking much about it and then you get a notification oh uh, chloe accept your uh, invitation you're going live in five seconds <laughs> and you're Sunday. sitting on the couch <laughs> yeah. you're sitting on the fucking couch with a green smoothie yeah and you're about to go live in front of how many people i don't know i think at this point uh she has like i don't know 500k followers but i think at this point there wasn't too many like watching the live like what's not too many like 10 grand no, I think it was only a hundred something at this point. A hundred people? Yeah. Oh. So it was not not huge, but there, no, there's definitely more than a hundred people, man. If you have five hundred thousand followers, yeah, like there, I guarantee you, there was like at least at least a thousand to ten. Maybe 000. it was ten k. I guarantee you, like yeah. if you look back at the video, could you see? Maybe. Anyway, we'll put yeah. the video on the end. But what ended up happening? So yeah, I got get up on the fucking live, <laughs> and then I'm just sort of dancing with my green smoothie. Just, uh, I don't know, not sure what to do because <laughs> now, now I'm on screen. And, uh, you really I didn't think that was going to work, eh? No, I was like not <laughs> expecting it. And then uh, then a message pops up from Chloe. says, fuck your green juice. <laughs> fuck your green juice. <laughs> I'm like, Because every other video right. is like people at the festival, like getting into it, like, you know, dancing, doing wavy stuff. And then it just, it's just Kev on the couch, leaning back with a big green smoothie, just like doing like a bit of a rave dance on the couch. <laughs> and she goes... Fuck your green yeah. smoothie. <laughs> Fuck your green juice. Yeah. I'm gonna put the video in right after this. It was good. I was happy about and it. And then I'll put the Fisher put the Fisher song. Chloe Chapman, I love you. Chloe, okay. you see this? Kev loves you. Oh <laughs> sorry, side note, 
we saw the beaches your fave oh yeah i forgot about that at the show mm. they killed it also shout out beaches uh, so i know <laughs> another guy i know how you like to dm the beaches yeah <laughs> and, and little like, fact. you're a little you're a little bit of a fan and like they get they used to get back to you and then like now they're a bit bigger they just like like it yeah um and you see them around the park sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I know a guy on my hockey team who was just like talking about the beaches because he was going to the show. And he's like, yeah, like I DM them sometimes. And like they used to get back. No and then, way. Then, uh, then now they're liking my stuff. And I'm like, fuck you and my roommate. You, you guys might get along. Like head just stalking the beachers. The beachers. <laughs> the beachers. <laughs> stalking the beachers. But I'm sure if, if, if I know two of you doing it, that means there's 200 yeah, or at least 2,000 guys yeah. that are just like... I had a small window where I met one of them at a bar or I was bartending. I met one before of them. Before they were famous? Yeah. And I maybe could have DM'd him and been like, hey, yeah, it was me from the bar, whatever. But yeah, no. You lost your chance. <laughs> lost chance. So, Kev, when uh, John Famos gets super famous mm -hmm. and you're rolling backstage with the boys, I'll make sure we get little beaches one-on-one. -on -one. Like, what up, Kylie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we can say whatever you want. We were like, this is Kev. He... Uh, he actually writes all our music. Mm. He's very moody and deep, so be careful around him. He wrote every song. Mm -hmm. you like, okay. Yeah. That's one of the perks of being close with the band. Yeah. You can lie. Say whatever. You I can say you, you do whatever you want for us. I told you to get those coattails ready. Yeah, get the... <laughs> I'm rolling out the... It's okay, because right now you're working on the coat. You're helping us with it. Yeah. And then make it sturdy enough so that you can ride the tails when it yeah. starts taking riding, off. Riding the tails. Uh, anything else to say to listeners to sign off? No, I think that's it. Um, but we'll see you next Tuesday. Sayonara. Boom. I'm losing it.